Thank you for your interest in listening to today's podcast. We hope and pray that today's topic will have some sort of influence to bring about transformation in your life. Now please enjoy this talk on Fernando Franco's podcast. Guess what? Today is our Thrive Mentorship House Completion Sunday. Thank you, Fernando. But yes, amen. Well, I have a special message for them and then also for all of us here today, of course. Then we're going to call them up here. We have five who are completing and this will be this will be the completion of our new name called Thrive Mentorship House for this program. So they are making history today. These are the five graduates of our Thrive Mentorship House. Oh, come on, clap. Man, if you've been in the home, you should be clapping. You know what's up. 2 Corinthians 5, 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone and the new has come. And whenever, whenever the scripture begins with the phrase, therefore, uh, we ought to pay attention to why it is therefore. I like the message translation. It says this. It says, now we look inside and what we see is that anyone united with the Messiah gets a fresh start. Oh, somebody say, yes, sir. Get a fresh start. He is created new. The old life is gone. I'm going to say it again. The Bible says the old life is gone. I know sometimes you still feel like you're living that old life. But no, the Bible says that old life is gone. That's why you don't feel the same doing it today. Because that old life is gone. But I took a drink yesterday. But still, that old life is gone. The old life is gone. And the new life burgeons. The message translation. And the new life virgins. That word virgins means to grow. It means to succeed. It means to flourish rapidly. Wow. Oh, and that's what happens. That's what happens in that Thrive house. You see somebody come in and um, you just see them transform before, before your eyes. I mean, the F word turns into that's fabulous. I mean, the I want a cigarette turns into I want a sister who loves God. <laughs> I mean, I mean, there is a rapid growth that takes place in people's lives. Even the way they change. When they come in, their, low, their clothes are just white t-shirts and cut off khaki shorts. And an old pair of winos from Kmart in 1987. And then next thing you know, they're wearing slacks and then they're tucking in a shirt and sometimes they'll put a tie on and now instead of throwing up gang signs, they're just throwing up one sign and it's a finger pointing up to Jesus. Because why? It's because the Bible says that they become a new life. They begin to rapidly flourish. And it's beautiful to see that happen before your eyes when you live with them. 
But I don't encourage you to live with them because when, when somebody flourishes and grows, there's a lot of watering that needs to take place. There's a lot of patience that needs to take place. There's a lot of uh, seeding that needs to happen. There's a lot of investment. There's a lot of time that you got to give and an attention. See, what you guys see is you come to church and then you see them already, uh, already transformed one week after. And then two weeks after, and then three weeks after. But you didn't see them that first hour when they came in and we sat face to face and did an intake and begin to ask all the deep stuff and the hard stuff and talk about the past life and what drugs were you hooked on and what type of warrants do you have and what cases are you looking at? Are you on parole or you're on probation? How many people have you killed because my family lives here? You guys don't see that. You come in and you say, oh, how cute. Look at her up there singing. How beautiful. But you don't see her yelling at home when it's not beautiful. We see the flourish, but it's such a joy. It's such a blessing to be able to say, I was part of somebody's life who came in that was declared nothing by the county of Ventura. And now today, when you see them up here on the stage, they're going to be declared something by the hand and by the name of Jesus Christ. This is our, these are exciting Sundays. And the motto of our Thrive House is to grow, flourish, and succeed. And that's what this scripture talks about in 2 Corinthians is that when you become in Christ Jesus, then you get a fresh start and everything is gone. And behold, you begin to grow, flourish, and succeed. And if anybody was confident of this verse in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, uh, it had to be the person who wrote it. The Apostle Paul wrote it. He was a former assassin. He was a murderer before he converted over to Christianity. He was an assassin. He would go house to house. He would go door to door like a salesman. But he wouldn't try to sell you something. He would kill you. Have you ever had somebody come to your door and try to sell you something? Three days ago, we had somebody come to our door and try to talk, talk us into buying a Kirby. And we thought we had a Grand Slam counter when we said, well, guess what? We already have a Kirby. And then this guy came back and said, well, could you just buy another Kirby? And, 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 and I was confused. I was like, no, the first time we bought it, you said it lasts a lifetime. Why would we need to buy another Kirby if the one we have lasts a lifetime? And this man tells my son, oh, come on, look it. Here's what's going down, man. Here's what's going down. And those of you who work in sales, you know exactly what's about to happen next. He goes, look, at this was going down. Now, we're on a competition right now with my boss. And there's three of us out here. And listen, my boss said, whichever three of us, whatever first one sells a Kirby, he's going to buy us lunch today. And my boss is a tightwad. Come on, man. Get this Kirby so that way he can buy me lunch. Thank God my son was at the door. He's so nice. My son said, no, thank you. Maybe next time. Okay, goodbye. See, but Paul, he didn't show up trying to sell Kirby's. He showed up. And if you were marked as a Christ-like individual, he would uh, take you. He would pull you out from, from, from your house. And, 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 and he would just, he, he, he would kidnap you. He would take you hostage. And he will kill you with his own bare hands. And perhaps, 
perhaps maybe this is the thorn in the flesh that he talks about later on in life. We don't know what the thorn in the flesh is, but I do know one thing is that I can only imagine that it must be a hard thing to forget if you killed somebody. Even though you know that the blood of Jesus has washed your sins away from even such a great sin and crime like that. Ask Moses, he dealt with it. The Apostle Paul, he dealt with it. Perhaps this was the thorn that he talked about that he knew he was forgiven, but he just couldn't forget it. Is there anybody out there? You know what I'm talking about. But today I'm here to tell all of you who are completing this Thrive House, you may not be where you want to be, but thank God you're not where you used to be. And no matter what the people say you used to do, I'm here to say you have been transformed. You've been redeemed and restored. You've been revived to succeed and to flourish in this new world that is awaiting you as you walk out these doors and face the reality. Now all the training that took place in this house begins today. The term new, I love that word. Say it with me, say new. Today's a new day for you. The word new, it refers to the spiritual transformation that occurs within the old man that you were before you became a Christian or before you became a new creation. In a sense, the, this transformation could be compared to the renovation of an old house or maybe the restoring of an old car. And both which take place uh, or which take the replacement, I should say, of old things with the replacement of new things. With a house, for example, you would replace the wiring in that house. So you would replace maybe the walls and the floors in that house and all those necessities that would make this renovation complete. And likewise with a car restoration, you would replace the engine, the floorboards of that car, the interior inside that vehicle and all the necessities to make the restoration complete. Now I said a few things about this in regards to a house and a car. I said wiring in a house. So let's look at the wiring that is in you. Your mind is wired differently now. Give the Lord a hand for that. Your mind is wired differently now. You don't think the same. Sometimes you backslide in your thoughts, but you don't think the same. Now you think twice about it when before you didn't even think about it. Our wiring has been changed. Hallelujah. The walls in the house. Your look is viewed different by people now. You see, they look at you and they remember that old wall that you used to be. You had tagging all over yourself. 
There was holes in you because of all the anger, the punches that went through the drywall of your house. And you walked around and you looked damaged and you looked intimidating. And nobody would even want to lean up against your wall because of how destroyed and damaged and deteriorated it was. But now you're a brand new wall. People look at you differently. Now they want to hire you. Now they want to elevate you at that supervising, uh, supervision position. Now they want to hang out with you. Now they do want to go to lunch with you. Now they do trust you with their car keys and their house keys. Now they do give you their PIN number to their debit card. Why? It's because you have a new wall. And the view of you is different today than it was nine months ago and one year ago. See, honest truth. See, honest truth. Where's Daryl? Daryl, where are you at? Daryl J. Calabonga. Where is he at? Stand up, Daryl. Come over here, Jay. No, you don't need to stand on the stage. You're, you're tall enough. Just come over here. Come over here. Yes. Come over here. Um, I think it was three days ago. Three days ago. Come over here, Jay. Here, I'll come down to you. Three days ago. First of all, how long have you been in the Thrive House? Uh, about 11 and a half months. Okay. Congratulations, huh? Thank you. But you would never think that he was a crystal meth addict. He, he looks like a public defender now, but, you know, he, he was a crystal meth head. You would never think that. Daryl Kawabonga? No, to me that sounds like he's the producer of the Ninja Turtles, you know. But no, but you look at this man. and You know, the other day I found myself giving him the church Thrive House debit card. And he walked away with it. I gave him permission. He's, we needed a new battery in the van, and we needed seatbelt parts and stuff like that. I don't know what else we got. But uh, I said, here's the card. And, and, and he walked away, and I was like, Jesus. I'm trusting you. But I knew at the same time what it was doing to him. He walked away, and I can only imagine saying, I can't believe that somebody just gave me a company card. You told your family that the other day? They gave me the church card. He told his family they gave me the church card. I think that probably really sealed it for them that, that you are changed. Yeah, probably. Well, I haven't looked at the bank statements yet, but... <laughs> I still got the card in my back pocket. <laughs> do you really? Yeah, I do. Actually. You do. You yeah. He still has a card on him. That's how much I trust you. I'm not like tripping out at Catalina Iden. Like, oh, one, is Jay still there? Somebody call Jay. Is he still at the Thrive House? Where is he at? And I was uh, you stressed know. now because I forgot to give it to you, actually. Well, don't worry about it. You give it to me right now. We're here. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jay. Take care of business. You, I know you take care of business. You're awesome. Here it is right here. Give Jay a hand of praise. Now, there's a small group of people in here are probably saying, I don't even trust pastor with it. So who can I give this to? Who can I give it to? Wait, is Yesenia here? <laughs> huh? Keep it? All right. No, there's some people who don't trust me. 
What happened? Where did I go that in my notes? Oh, I was talking about the wall. You, you have a different wall now. Have a different wall now. The floors, the floors. We talk about the floors and the renovation of a house. Well, guess what? The way I look at that is now your walk is different. Your walk is different when you become new. I mean, you got to see, I mean, think about the way you used to walk, right? Some of you, you used to walk like an Egyptian, and then others, the others, you, you had a certain walk. You, had, you, you called it a stroll. Right? The neighborhood I grew up in, there was something that was called the stroll away. And that's, and that, that's where you got your walk down. You know, that's where, that's where you, you got your walk down, right? And then, and then, and then you know, you, you, really, you really see something coming, and then, and then it just gets really, you just slow it down a little bit. Just slow, and then you stare a little bit longer, right? Right? But now, but now, I look at some of these people in the home, and, and their walk, your walk, people here in the church. I mean, your, your walk is different. You, you just, you walk in, you're happy. You know, you know some of you you, 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 you used to have this walk. Right? And you, you used to fellowship wherever there was a wall. That was where you fellowship. This is where you fellowship. Nothing else behind you and everything else ahead of you. But now today, you're in the center of the fellowship with a cup of coffee in your hand that has no alcohol in it and looking forward for any police officer to drive by so you can say, thank you, Mr. Gutierrez, for taking care of the city of Oxnard. Cheers! I talked about the restoration of a car, the engine. Your heart is different now. Your heart is different. Listen to me, all you five graduates. Your heart is different. Okay? You feel guilty at times. You know why? Because your heart is different. You didn't used to feel guilt before. Because you were walking in it. But now when that guilt tries to haunt you, you feel different now. And you should feel different now because the Bible calls that conviction. And that's a good thing. You got a brand new engine inside of your life. Thank you, Jesus. That 40,000 square foot building at 2311 Statham Parkway that will soon be our permanent home. Unless you saw what it looked like before, you can't appreciate what it looks like today. Sometimes I walk in there with people and, and you know, now you, you see all these offices and all this stuff built. And a lot of people think that that stuff was there already. No, it wasn't there. It was there in different places, and it was old, and it was ugly. But everything got knocked down in that 40,000 square foot of building with the exception of the exterior walls and one center wall. But everything else got knocked down. And I'm talking about from the underground to the rooftop. I mean, we had to break through the concrete foundation and take out all the old plumbing lines. And we said, nope, we fellowship a lot in our church. Those plumbing lines need to be open and clear. Right, right, Jose? Jose worked on that building. Right, Pastor Joe? He knocked through that concrete. And we had to go down. How many feet deep did we go? Six feet. Five to six feet. That's enough to bury somebody. We went that deep. And went throughout that whole building. 
and removed all those old pipings and put brand new pipings. But you know what happens today when you walk in that building? You walk over sealed concrete that you can't even see that is worth hundreds of thousands of dollars that is going to last for another 75 years of clear piping. You know, we just walk through there like nothing. And, and, and unless you knew something about what took place, you won't appreciate what has happened in that place. And that's how it is with you. See, unless people knew who you were before, they won't appreciate who you are today. And there's a whole bunch of people in this church. You don't look nothing like the way you used to look before. You are a brand new creation. I know you still got the tattoos. And I know that you may still live in the same house. But you are a totally different person person you got a brand new engine you got a brand new wall your wiring has been changed your life has been transformed the old has passed and everything has become brand new inside of your I don't know about you but I'm happy I don't put cocaine up my nose anymore last time I did that I was 18 years old and thought I was strong enough. But I found myself having three heart attacks on the same night from a cocaine overdose. I don't care how strong you think you are. Don't you ever dare think that you could go into, the, into a battle with the devil if you ain't filled with the Holy Spirit. Better dig trenches. You didn't see that. You just walk in there now. People walk all over it. We had to rewire all the electrical from the top to the bottom in that building. I'm like, really? How long does it take to do wiring in this place? Well, pastor, we're wiring everything. All your electrical outlets, they're all gone. We moved them all over the place. Now everything is automatically censored in here. You walk in a room, it'll turn off. When you walk out of the room, turn on. When you walk out of the room, it'll turn off. You could be in Australia and turn the lights off from an iPad. What church is happening if you want? There's electrical rewiring that has been done for fire alarm systems, uh, just for powering systems, uh, for, for uh, security systems, for internet systems for communication systems, telephone systems. I could go on and on and on and on. Oh, we could have stuck with the old wiring with just one phone line. And to log online, you'll have to dial up. <laughs> Every wall in that building had to be knocked down. New walls. That administration office. When you walk in those administration offices, don't, don't walk in there and say, oh, yeah, all this here was before. I remember this office. No, no, no. No way. Brand new, brand new metal studs. Really. And that's, that's besides this, these studs who did it. I'm talking about like the metal studs. So metal studs, new wiring inside, new drywall. Freshly taped and finished, sanded, primered, ready for paint. Don't, don't you walk in there and, and, and think that this was there. No, everything, this is, you know, you know what that building is? That building is a 2 Corinthians chapter 517 building. It's a brand new creation. So the point I'm trying to make is that the building may still be the same building that it was 35 years ago. But in reality, 
uh, it's the same building that is still standing, but with all new construction that has just added another 75 years to its life. Listen to me, all of you. I'm talking to Nick Canley. I'm talking to Daryl Kabakungan. I'm talking to Brianna Taronas. I'm talking to Devin Lorenzini. And I'm talking to so Sophia Diaz. But you are now newly constructed, ready for another 75 years of added life to your new building. So therefore, and I close with this, if anyone is in Christ Jesus, then the old has gone and the new is here. We thank you for listening to today's podcast. Now it's your time to add the value of this podcast to your daily life. Once again, thank you for your time in listening to Fernando Franco's podcast today. Please help us spread this message by compelling someone today about this podcast. Thank you, and may God bless you.